0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. St. Uh, the Heimlich Maneuver.
1: That's amazing. Works I, I did that. Works on any
0: age. Works on mm-hmm. any age. I remember being at Trey Yen when Mary Lee was maybe 10 months old. And uh, she was in a high chair. And I was with our neighbor. And we were talking and talking and talking and not really paying any attention to her. And I look over at her, and she's blue. <laughs> and I I picked her up out of the high chair immediately, and I was, you know, hitting her on the back, but that didn't do anything. And I thought, well, you know, she's too little to Heinlich, but I had no other choice. So I just put her... In front of me, and and Heimlich to ten month old, mm. and it it worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. Mm. Anyway, it That's was amazing. the scariest thing ever. But I'll bet. Uh, <clears throat> and I'm sure we made a scene. But who cares, you know? So mm. anyway, that absolutely does work for sure, for sure.
1: Well, to to finish the anecdote I was talking to about there, I was had walked around all the way the entire city, and. I stopped, and with, we actually did an eat club dinner there, and we did it at this restaurant right in the middle of town. And ever since that day, at some time during the summer, I get a menu in the mail from this restaurant. Cheer, this, this restaurant. And well, it wasn't really a restaurant. It was a church, a, a basilica, I would so go, go so far as to say. So it was uh, a pretty amazing, and they still send me this menu every year. Uh, it's a, it's a. This is you were mentioning uh, the Drago's family, Satanovic, mm-hmm. They're all from around there. Yes. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's a lovely area, and just if you ever get a chance to go there,
0: it's a travel hot spot. Actually, though, the it's travel fantastic. hot spot has moved on. It was Croatia for a few years, and now it's Lisbon. Portugal. Yeah.
1: Oh, yes. yeah. Well, you know, things go hip and not so. Well,
0: hip. you know, it's uh, it's always a fluid situation.
1: Well, anyway, I uh, I went and had my my throat uh, blessed, blessed yes, this uh-huh. uh, this morning, mm-hmm. and uh, I figure I better do that. Mhm. Because uh, who do you ha- get chances to? Uh, talk well, I'm
0: actually to. glad that I was working on your uh, your almanac for today because I would have. I always say to myself sometime in January I have to remember when St. Blaise is, but I always forget. So today I actually did remember and did go and I'm I'm glad that I went. Anyway, 2606368 the priest said that there are three questions that he always gets from Catholics. Mm, yeah. One is you were there today. Uh huh? when is uh St. Francis feast day. So are we going to bless the animals? The other is St. Blaise's Day. And I forget what the third one was that he said. There's three things that they always... Oh, ashes. Mm -hmm. Ashes, Mm -hmm. St. Francis, and St. Blaise. Uh,
1: For for the many years that I was hosting or guest hosting, uh, Mardi Gras from Gallier Hall Mm -hmm. with uh, Angela Hill Uh and all of that, uh, believe it or not, I was... I had been doing that for over 25 years, every year, and uh, the reason I brought up brought that up is what? Ashes? I was just talking about some
0: ashes, maybe. Some,
1: could be, uh, but uh, Crescent I, oh. City
0: Steakhouse.
1: <clears throat> yeah, the Crescent City Steakhouse. Anybody
0: now. wants to join us for that this year? Uh, send Tom an email, Tom at no We'll book a table and go with people if, who are going to have still reservations. If a table. Boy, they menu that no com.
1: Tom hmm. at no Tom at com. But, but they really do fill that place up, so if you are serious about it. In the it, days
0: when Clark was around. Clark
1: was amazing.
0: We had bigger tables of, like, 12 people. Yep. And then we never make plans, but we will, if you would like to join us, send us an email, tom at no com. Yep. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you would like to chat with us, that's what we're doing, just chatting about food here. That's us. Today is also the day that cheese, a cheese. factory to make cheese, yeah. uh, went into production for the first time. You know, I think cheese is, well, first of all, one of God's great gifts to mankind. But uh, the idea of cheese being manufactured is unpalatable to me although i eat pretty much nothing but manufactured cheese and love it but i can't help but think about the really cool kinds of cheese that's made around the world like the kind that eric from Aquistapace could come in here and talk about because he travels around the world to these cheese caves and and places There's
1: something about that that doesn't have the ring of delicious you deliciousness. know
0: talks to shepherds and you know back in the middle ages so and so's ancestors made cheese by milking this or that animal and aged it exactly this under this rock and you know put some pepper in there and it's it's fascinating to think of the way cheeses have been made, not manufactured, but made by hand in Europe for millennia. and I um I would I would really you know this is like this is one of those things where I say I'd really love to do it and I probably wouldn't, but I kind of think I would even do this uh, go to one of those places that he goes to and and actually, go to some of those caves and see how it's done because it's one of those things that is as old as humanity Mm -hmm. itself and one of those skills that is passed down only from generation to generation and uh, i just think the whole thing's kind of fascinating Mm
1: -hmm. well why not it certainly is cultural and it tastes good too
0: yeah, but yeah. you know, in America again, we do our we do our fake American food. But I gotta say, you know, Vermont cheddar's pretty good. It's hard to it's hard to beat that. And also, the uh, there are cheese artisan cheese makers in the United States who are adopting some of those kinds of techniques, but nothing like the kind that I'm talking about because we don't we don't have that like. You can make it,
1: though. If you wanted to make your own cheese, you could. It's not all that hard. It's not all that easy
0: either. Well, of course you can, but you can't. You can't do it in the way that the people who have been doing it since the 1500s are doing it in caves in England or France.
1: You know, that was going on here for a little while. Some, back around, That's what I'm saying.
0: There are people who are doing yeah. the artisan cheese thing, but yeah. but it can't possibly replicate anything that I'm talking well, about.
1: You'd now. be you'd be amazed. There were some, some people on the North Shore. I don't know whether they oh, were moth? working.
0: M-A-U-T-H-E? Uh, it, it,
1: it might be. Uh-huh. for them. I don't know who's doing doing it, but they had some some of what you you would have to call a cave. It wasn't really a cave, but you know, in New Orleans in in Louisiana, where are you, where are you going to put a cave?
0: Does anyone know if if anyone's doing anything oh, like that yeah, around here? Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, it it's definitely is and has been quite a bit. There are some people who get who who live up that way and they make their own fruit and their, well, that's actually they do make their own fruit, and they make all their own uh, cheese and all that. It's it's pretty astonishing. They're good at
0: it. Well, again, good at it for covington louisiana standards but you know it can't hold a candle to something that that's been going on in some tiny little village in england or france since like i said the middle ages you know when they were roasting saints at the stake and stuff like that. I mean, it's it goes back kind of a long way. Anyway, love cheese. If you have a favorite cheese, would like to hear about that too. I personally uh, am really kind of enamored of Beecher flagship, which comes out of Seattle. Beecher? B-E-H-C. B-E-E-C-H-E-R. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Beecher yeah. flagship. Which I know can be found at Aquistapace. I'm not sure where else it is, but um, it's an artisan cheese that's made in the Pikes Market in Seattle. And you can see them doing the cheese curds, and they have a, a whole range of cheeses. They have, you know, macaroni and cheese you can eat at the little counter and all. But uh, Beecher cheese uh, is kind of delicious. And it's, uh, it's interesting to watch them make it right on site there. It's it's kind of gross, too. But anyway, to see the, the cheese just, curds in the in the big, long pans that go like they, they look kind of like um, something that a, a cow would drink out of, you know. But, but actually, just, it's filled just with
1: cheese curds. Hearing the, the words, uh, I'll beat your uh, cheese.
0: Beat your flagship, yeah. Yeah, it, it
1: makes you stop. Wait, uh, a what? and yeah. then you go in in the back and find what vegetables are out there.
0: You know, the the cheese curds are actually when you think cheese curds I I'm I me so I think, oh, that doesn't sound very good, but really what it is is cheese. I mean, it's you know, cheese curds are cheese, and I, I don't really understand the distinction between the two of them because they both taste like cheese to me. They're doing cheese curds. They're doing poutine, which you're starting to see a lot of. Oh, it's way too much. Yeah, it's really weird because it's not all that great to begin with, but when you no. see it in a place like here, it's it's like, what what are you doing? Why are we doing poutine? But I am seeing it all over. There's a poutine on the menu for happy hour at Brennan's. And we had poutine last week when we went to the Dixie Brewery reopening. Fet Fett is serving a crawfish poutine. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you would like to chat with us, we would love to do that. Yeah, with that's what you. We Give do. us a call. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2.
1: Oh, well, hello. We're back again. It's the food show. The food show is all we do around here. We're happy to do lots and lots of it uh, with you. If you have a minute to talk, uh, shoot the breeze a little bit, go, go ahead, do it. What the heck? Here goes heck again. That's three times in a row. I, I can do better than that. But anyway, call us up. Uh, share whatever it is that you have been finding lately in the, as you go around in restaurants doing your own cooking at home and whatever it is that makes uh, your life uh, pleasant. 260 is the telephone number, and uh, there we will be. And uh, hope to see you. And uh, uh, and should I tell him more about my birthday? You know, a Bill Calder, can I tell a quick, uh, can I tell Anna?
0: Please do it.
1: Yes. Uh, There's a guy by the name of Bill Calder who was a longtime radio uh, announcer. It would be a good name for him. But he was very funny. He was he had a unique style. He talked. He, he did talking. He played music. A little bit from another era, really. Anyway, Bill Calder was uh, here in town working for the same station I was working for at the same time, and uh, we got to one to know know another. And uh, it came out that j- very quickly is that uh, that he was going to have his birthday shortly and so was I in the, on the same birthday so he said i can tell you how to uh, what to have as a solution for this if if that's uh, something that gets in your way uh just tell them that you don't want them to tell to tell you uh happy birthday because if you do say those words people do come from out of the woodworks and and uh, swarm all over you and make you seem more important than you actually are, or something like that. Anyway, Bill Calder long uh, since passed away, but uh, I think about him a lot.
0: Well, happy birthday, Tom. Thank
1: you. You know, it feels so good to have a birthday.
0: We're going to say happy birthday to Tom every day until it's his actual birthday.
1: Oh, great.
0: Which is coming up. That's
1: a terrific thing. Thank you very much. You're
0: welcome. Happy think birthday, Tom. I'll get away Tom. with that. Yes. So we didn't talk about where we went Friday night. Friday night. Friday night yeah. we went to the Brick Oven Cafe.
1: Brick Oven Cafe with my sisters.
0: Correct, hmm. yes.
1: And, uh, it, you know, that this is a place it, fairly close to the airport. And you may have gone there before because a lot of people were going there when their airport, When their airlines were running late or something like that, and they would uh, uh, just go over to that place. It was called the the brick no brick oven cafe brick oven cafe. I uh, have been hearing for years that it is part of the organization.
0: uh, It hasn't been for fourteen years, and
1: it hasn't. Yeah, it it, that was uh, not true (laughs) for for all these years. People have been telling me that. So uh, anyway, we went over there. And the first thing we learned is that they didn't have any alcohol there. I mean, even if you wanted a little bit of beer, you couldn't have get it. You couldn't have could have got. Yes, it. that was
0: a little weird. But yeah. yeah, so don't go there looking for alcohol. Bring your own. It's a BYOB situation at the moment. But it's a it's a cute little place in a um, in a yesteryear kind of way. Yeah, it's a funny it's straight looking straight out of the 80s. No. I don't think it's been touched since then. And it's, uh, it's different, for sure. And for people in Kenner, I'm sure that you go there and have a good Italian meal when you want to have an Italian meal. It's certainly a very viable restaurant. If you're in Kenner, there's not much out there. So I think that probably a lot of people do go out there. We were out mm-hmm. there because we hadn't been there in a while and wanted to check it out. Yeah. And uh, and I liked it. I liked my pizza a lot. I had a Liberta pizza.
1: It, it, that's what I had the last time yeah. I was there, and that was about 30 years which ago. Which
0: is surprising that you would say that, because a Liberta pizza has about 10 times more ingredients than you are wont to have on a pizza. It had Italian sausage, which I love, olives, which I love. It had peppers and... Various other things that Tom doesn't usually eat on pizza. It was good though. I thought it was, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, there's, there's, it's hard to do a bad pizza. I mean, it is possible. It's possible. Uh, it, it's defi- but it's I definitely love possible. Pizza, and yeah. so it's it's hard for me to say, well, you know, this is a bad pizza. This was a good pizza. I, I enjoyed it and everybody that had a slice of it enjoyed it. And so yeah. we had I got the pizza and I said, you know, I'm gonna get this as an appetizer, we're gonna get it sliced extra small mm-hmm. so that I'll have like two pieces and everybody else can eat it as appetizers and uh-huh. then I don't take it home. Um, and that's what we did, and everybody really enjoyed it. There were mushrooms on it, too, I think. And then everyone got some big old pile of Italian food.
1: Well, whatever it was, it was all pretty darn good. The, uh, yeah. the dish that I got was, the same, though. was manicotti. And there was a time, <laughs> uh, but the, the only same. one I, I can st- uh, say that still follows this menu uh, is the... Um, uh, oh gosh, uh, f- f- the Fausto. Oh, Fausto's. Fausto's. Faustos. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway.
0: I think uh, Fausto's food is much more great, sophisticated than that. Great
1: place. Yeah. I always like it.
0: Fausto's food is sophisticated. This, it's it's sophisticated and homey at the same time. This is straight ahead, homey, and there, and there's nothing wrong with that. It was it hit the spot, you know. It came in a gigantic bowl filled to the brim. It had a lot of red sauce. It had cheese melted on it. These were all the things. It didn't matter what you got. They all looked the same. Yeah. They had a big pile of red sauce, melted cheese with bubbles on it, and you dug into it, and it was a great aroma, and it was... Comfort Food Central, and you pulled it apart, and it had, what is that that you like to call, Tom, festoons of cheese?
1: Festoons mm-hmm. of cheese. Yeah, this is where you, you, you're you eating uh, pasta uh-huh. that has a lot of very, very hot, melted pasta. Yep. And you uh, stick your fork in, and you, you eat it kind of like you feed, eat any other kind of uh, pasta. But maybe a little more careful, and you wrap it around the the, the uh, knife fork. and fork, and then you move it in there, and you have this string of sugar—not uh, sugar—call
0: uh, it telefono or something. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. telefono, and which is uh, these little strings of pasta, and you wrap it around uh, everything, and uh, it, it looks so ri- ridiculous, and but so it's good. It was good. But it's something and that even as simple as it is. It really is good. I've, uh, especially at places that have some knowledge of how to do it, and over there at Fausto's, they certainly do.
0: And brick oven uh, is where we were Friday night, and they also did it. Um, there had, there were different things on the table. There was a dish of manicotti, which you had, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was in a bowl enough for
1: five people.
0: Yeah, it was all enough for five people, and and there was lasagna. And chicken parm, and I forget the other thing. There were two lasagnas, a chicken parm, oh, and an eggplant, an yeah. eggplant dish, yeah. and uh, and it all looked the same, and it all tasted the same. But it that's not a bad thing because it tasted good. It was that yeah. it was that hearty, just like your grandma made Italian red sauce, and just an ungodly amount of cheese, but what's wrong with that?
1: Fausto's melted, uh, really does melted melted that better cheese. than I've seen well, anywhere This is what else.
0: I'm saying. I mean, Fausto's is that same kind of delicious Sicilian red sauce, but it's a more sophisticated plate of food than what we had at Brick Oven, but that's not to gainsay what was there at Brick Oven. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yep. It was good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No two ways about it. If you've been to Brick Oven lately, I'd like a report on that from you, if that's the experience that you had we would be interested in hearing that. It brought yeah. back memories. I remember when Jude was like two years Jude's old. Jude's our son. Two years old. And he was barely talking, but he talked pretty early and had a lot of really kind of adult things to say. And um, I used to – I was a stay-at-home mom, and we did a lot of riding around and looking at things. And there was this bridge on the North Shore, which is still on the North Shore. And um, – it's not, it's it's over the Chafuncta, and it doesn't raise up like a bridge to let boats through, but it goes from side to side. So when it's time for, it's like on the top of the hour and the bottom of the hour, the bridge closes, and then it goes and twists to the side to let boats come through. It's very noisy when it does that, and and we used to always watch the bridge, Jude and I, and Jude called it the noisy, the bridge. noisy bridge, and there was a bar at, <clears throat> at the brick oven, and Jude was, I'm not kidding, about two and a half, and so he goes to the bar and <laughs> sidles up next to a woman with a pickup line, and the pickup line was, so... Do you like the Noisy Bridge, too?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: I'll never forget that. Little stories
1: from our kids.
0: Never forget that. Yeah, why not?
1: You know, we don't get enough of them.
0: So it's no real surprise that he's, you know, working for Amazon now because he was... Good at that when he was two and Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Uh, if you would like to chat with us, we would like to chat with you. Yeah, that was the Brick it. Oven in Kenner. If you have any report on that, does anyone ever go to the Brick Oven? You know, they have a good deal there with their location. Their location is right next to a hotel. And, um, you know, in the case of people who are just flying in and maybe they've been to New Orleans several times and they're just – you know, at a or they have stopping 40 in hours to sleep. To... Uh, you know, they could just get up and walk out of the hotel and walk right over to the brick oven. I'm sure there's a lot of that in there, but I didn't get that from the group of people that was in there. First of all, because the the parking lot is always completely full, so I think it is actually locals that go there, and it's because it's good. Anyway, I don't know. I can't compare them to Genoa. I haven't been to Genoa in a long time, but I imagine it's a lot of the same kind of just your mama's kind of Italian food or your grandma's Italian food. 260 6368 is the number. If you'd like to chat with us, we would love to chat with you. We will be back shortly. Do you have something to say, Tom?
1: Uh, yeah, I, there's uh, something over here. That We uh, have
0: to take a break. Can, oh, wait, can no, it wait? That's,
1: that's, yeah, yeah, let's can take wait? a break. Yes, yeah, sure. we'll be back. here we'll listening right
0: back. to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Can call us because
1: we, uh, we know a few things just for starters, but beyond that, Uh, we also uh, are turning in constantly new uh, developments on the food scene. It's always in in motion. Uh, More lately than they have been in in my career, and that goes back a little ways.
0: You know, I was uh, talking to two people today at um, Martin Wine Cellar. We were talking about Pascal's Manali. Yeah. And the question was, has Menali's changed since the De Felices were uh, not there? And uh, I don't know who's been there lately. I feel like the answer to that question is no, because we were there a couple of weeks ago, like maybe right before the end of the year. Yeah, it was definitely right before the end of the year, and. Um, It it had been under the new management for, I don't know, a month or more, six weeks. Something like that. Yeah, and it was very much the same as it had always been. And um, the person that we were talking to, one of them said to the other, you know, wanted to know the answer to that. And they also said the same thing. And so I was just wondering if anyone had found something different than that, because it seems to me that the stewards of the Manali's legacy uh, have were very careful in selecting the successor to that. And um, when they had the opportunity to sell it to someone that they knew would keep it pretty much the same, and he promised to do that. He is fulfilling that promise. So if anyone's been to Manali's and found something other than that, we'd like to hear about it, but in our mind it pretty much will be carried on uh, exactly, not exactly, but pretty much exactly as it was.
1: I I don't think you need to worry too much about it. It's uh, three brothers and a sister who Mm -hmm. run it. And I, I I know them very well, and I, I still love the place. And uh, any chance I get to go there. Uh, so I was there uh, maybe about a month and a half ago, and I was asking them about all of this. And the feeling that not just the employees, but just about all of the customers I talked to who come there red, uh, regularly told me that things are at least as good as they ever, ever had been and everything is working out fine. They don't They don't have collapse of everything in the process Claps of that. Collapse of anything. So uh, I think uh, they're, they're safe. And the times I've been there, uh, it's, they've been Bears just what out, I remember. 2606368,
0: mm-hmm. I did a piece on Valentine's Day in nomenu.com today recommending restaurants. Uh, Mary Lee and I collaborated on it a little bit. And... Um, Tom has asked me to do this every year as a woman, and so Mary Lee as another woman and I collaborated on it, and she was concerned that there wasn't much about food on it. But there are so many restaurants out there that if we're recommending only 14 of them for Valentine's Day, uh, we'd obviously not be selecting them um, without them having good food first. I mean, that's sort of the number one criterion uh, or number one criteria. And I. Yeah, uh, right the first time. Okay, wait. The criteria, yeah, you're right. Okay, so criterion um, was uh, food that, you know, it's got to be good food. But beyond that, the, what we made, what we decided. Uh, was that these were all going to be judged strictly on atmosphere because you can only pick 14, and it's about that romantic vibe that you get when you're in a place that has it versus a place that doesn't. So uh, we put together this list of 14, and if you read it, and disagree with any of it, we'd like to know. Was there something that you felt we left out? And there, was there something on it that you felt we should have left out?
1: You know, it's funny you should bring that up because just this morning while I was waiting for the program to begin, I had these pieces of paper about exactly what you're talking about the oncome of the new uh, beads and everything and uh, anything that would attract the place. And, uh, and all the changes that have been made, but none of which are enough to to make you say, "Gosh, that's not the restaurant I used to know." Uh, I, I there might be somebody listening to us who does feel like this isn't the restaurant I. I
0: so I'm we're st- back to Pascal's Manali. No, oh, if you want to,
1: you know me. I can Well, no, I moved.
0: I'd moved on to the Valentine's Day thing. Oh
1: well, yeah.
0: it's sort of related. but you don't really, mm. you don't really, you're not really into romance. So. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> These women, they are so tough. It's so tough. 368 is the number. Oh, you know what? I should have picked up while I was there at Morton no, and should have picked up some um, uh, paragina
1: Yeah? Mm-hmm. Per- the cheese? No. No? What paragina are you talking
0: about? Little chocolates that look like nipples oh. that you used to say you could never find anywhere, but they were yeah. always everywhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. Little hazelnuts. But there were milk chocolate, and I've moved past milk chocolate. That was way back in the day, like you know, back in 30 years ago. Oh, but I, I was,
1: believe me, I was. Still I doing remember milk it chocolate, well. Chocolate,
0: but now I'm not.
1: Yeah, you don't have to tell me I about that. I made some more peanut yeah.
0: butter cups. I was talking about the peanut butter cups that I made for Christmas, of the melted chocolate, because um, what's her name? Uh, Molly Kimball.
1: That sounds familiar.
0: Back in October, maybe September even, had a party to celebrate the release of her book, Eat Fit, or Eating Fit, or something like that. And there was a gigantic table of desserts at this party, and nobody was really eating them, but there was one one platter of peanut butter cups, and they were just so beautiful, and I I tried one, and then I realized they were made with fake sugar, and it was still good, but I decided, since I don't eat fake sugar, that I would go ahead and use that same recipe, but make it with real sugar, but I didn't use sugar at all. What I did was I melted chocolate into a cup, and then I put like a teaspoon of natural peanut butter that i ground myself at fresh market and then i covered that over with some more dark chocolate and so i'm making peanut butter cups now too no, no. anyway those were good
1: well good i'm glad you shared that with us
0: 2606368 you know while we were talking tom i happened to look over your shoulder and i saw on one of your shelves a book that <laughs> That we, uh, I, I was desperately looking for when it was time to do the interview with him, and then I wound up not doing the interview anyway. Alex Hitz was in town uh-huh. with his book, The Art of the Host. Yeah, I thought that was a great idea
1: mm-hmm. and uh, well executed. It's a beautiful
0: book. And um, anyway, he's got a recipe in here yeah. that I, I am very intrigued by because I. Try not to eat anything that's fried anymore and I used to love fresh cut fries and fresh cut chips and um he's got a recipe in here for oven roasted potato chips which
1: that's making a real uh not came comeback because it hadn't happened yet but the um a lot of restaurants are picking up that trick
0: I'm gonna try that <clears throat> it's a it's like you you would use a um just a really, really thin mandolin and make really thin chips. Very and then thin. I guess what you have to do is paint them with olive oil because it's it's roasted. It's not fried. It's not deep fried. So I'm going to try that, and then you, I guess put them in the oven and let them crisp up but i would at, definitely at a pretty high temperature i would definitely eat some potato chips if i could do it like that cuz olive oil is good for you as opposed to canola oil and there is no deep frying involved so that is something that i'm most interested in trying i would very much like to do that
1: well uh, we will keep our eye on it
0: yeah i'm going to i'm going to go a ahead, great idea. i'm going to go ahead and give that a try because that's something that uh i I could i could be talked into having a whole bunch of those if i mean i love potato chips but um but i don't don't so much care for the deep the deep frying but this is a beautiful book i didn't get a chance to really look at it very much and i don't know if anyone wound up actually going to the book signing because he was here to do a book signing and he was on the show to talk about doing the book signing before that Anyway, 260 six, mm-hmm. is the number. Where else do we go over the weekend? We went, oh, I know we have another place to yeah. talk about. Uh, Steven, let's go to Steven.
2: Hey. 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 how are you? Good. We are good. How um, about you? Good. Since we're talking about ice cream, the ice cream poor boy that, that Chef Duke has is made away from there, and he only adds, like, chocolate sauce to it. And it, it is the, the best New Orleans... ice cream sandwich, yes.
0: Yes, and it's so good, so, so good.
2: It's probably the best ice cream sandwich I've ever had.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. You haven't had my daughters. Those are pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. you, did you hear your your a little uh, your boy, um what's his name, Connor, was Connor, yeah, about I earlier. heard somebody.
2: Yeah, I heard that, yeah.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to go over there yeah. and
2: have a look. I usually go on Tuesdays. So tomorrow's my day to go.
0: Well, I thought so. it was closed on Monday. Is it?
2: It's closed on Monday. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to go over there today, actually, and meet someone over there, but uh, then I found out it was closed. So yeah. I have to go one of these days. Okay. What's up? What else?
2: Yeah. Also, what is the size of of Tom's sardines? Are they the sardines in the can, or are the big ones like they Are they the,
1: real uh,
0: sardines or fake sardines?
1: No, no, what you want is the ones that come from Sardinia, which is an island. So real in, sardines. An island in the Mediterranean. They're hard to find around here. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But that's and what you thats what you mean when you say garlic and sardines, those yeah, sure, sardines? Not?
1: No, what I'm after, there's one characteristic that I want to see in preparing that, and that is okay. a good laugh. Okay. That's all I'm after oh. is a good mm-hmm. laugh, and if you give me that, okay. and
2: because the big, bigger sardines are like eight or ten inches long, not, right. you know, Real an weeks. inch yeah. long. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, they
1: eat them. They eat them without even cooking them uh, in in uh, Sardinia or, for that what? matter. Oh, yeah. What? Yes, indeed. <laughs> I'm not kidding.
0: I know you're not, but you should be. Go ahead. What, Stephen?
2: Okay. I went to the district today.
0: District Donuts? Um,
2: District donuts, yeah, and the donut was great. I wasn't crazy about the the sliders. I mean, for once, they were like three times more expensive than they should be, and yeah. their pickles were terrible that they make themselves,
0: well, Stephen, you and I are not the target market, you know,
2: yeah, okay,
0: yeah. There's your answer to that. Okay, what else is on Well, our I'm going gonna, gonna
2: to go to Tasty Donut tomorrow and get their, their burgers and, for uh, uh, $3 and see if they're as good as the ones I ate for $10. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guarantee the answer is probably yes. We have to get Tasty Donuts on with our McKenzie stuff. Um, yeah. we, have to, we have to get a lot of stuff on because I want to do a King Cake tasting before King Cake season is over.
1: Yeah. Over, we got to get on I haven't that. had my first one
0: yet. I know, but we have to do that. Okay. Like, you know, be Mardi Gras before you know it. What, Stephen?
2: Yeah, and I went out to Creole Creamery while I was listening to you. I drove out. <gasps> uh-huh. And it's not a – it's a Walgreens, not a Rite Aid.
0: Oh, thank you. You said it was a really?
2: cross. Oh, so, uh, I drove up and down four times looking (gasps) for it. I kept saying, well, there's Walgreens. Maybe (laughs) she's talking about Walgreens. (laughs) I'm
0: sorry. Someone said, uh, one of my friends texted me, it's Vicksburg. And also, Allie called and said it was Vicksburg. So, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, they must have changed Um, it because I think it was a Rite Aid at one point.
2: Okay. Uh, I had Creole cream cheese and peanut butter fudge.
0: Ooh, that uh, sounds
2: good. Where my, yeah, it was good. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: And it was $2,
2: huh? $2 for two, two, two. Matter of fact, the guy that was doing the, he he said originally, oh, $6. I mean $2. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: so I assume they're $3 to scoop normally.
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
2: But yeah. uh, he just That's automatically... a great deal,
0: though, because that's really yeah. premium ice cream.
2: Yeah, it's it's really good, and you know I'm an ice cream nut. So
0: yeah, yeah. Oh. I meant to. I was over there today, and I meant to do that, and I forgot to stop. What? Oh, okay. I think, I think that you have to wind it up, Stephen, because we have another okay. caller. So what else is on your That's list? It. That's okay. it. Okay. Talk All to right. you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Let's go to Marilyn. Hi. Hey.
1: Hi. Welcome. Hi.
0: Thank you. I passed um, Acne in Covington, and it's closed. I was wondering if you had any uh, information on what happened.
1: I do indeed. Uh, I talked to them uh, when, it, when it happened about two weeks ago, and they said that the, that location wasn't generating enough cash, and so they have shut it down, and that's it. They, they, they have no plans anytime soon to reopen it for any reason or for anybody else to open it uh they have they haven't come through anymore but they uh, they're wide open about it they're not trying to ki- uh, you know kid anybody they just closed the place down period
0: permanently Okay. Yep. Well, marilyn there's a warning i always had good good meals there
1: yeah uh well it it was kind of our family's little hangout kind of a place my daughter in particular liked getting wedge salads over there and we just sit and eat and eat and eat yeah. and, and uh, we didn't. It, we weren't expecting that at all. It just bang there. It was gone. Yeah,
0: but that's the story. And there's out. nothing.
1: There's nothing else. Uh, you know, horrible or or evil or anything like
0: that. But it's, it's not going to reopen what, even another. No, location. they're not. That's a shame. Now, Marilyn, are you a longtime resident of the North Shore? No, uh, ten years. Okay, never mind then. Because that, that <laughs> building has had some colorful stories attached oh, to
1: it. one and another and another and another. And I was just wondering
0: if you had been to any other place in that building prior to no. acne, but the answer would be no. Okay. No. It was always right. acne. Yeah. But we did okay. enjoy it, and it all, the oysters were always delicious, and the food oh, was yeah. always Oh, yeah. They were great. Have you been to New Orleans Food and Spirits? Yes, I have. Okay. And yes, then I just called with Felix. Opened over here. Yeah, but I I think that the oysters at New Orleans Food and Spirits are far superior to that. Well, that's, that's good just to know. Me. Yeah. Okay. Because we are yeah. going to need another place for charbroiled
1: oysters. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and they that, were delicious there. And there was that one in Covington uh, that that's all, practically all they served. And that's not really true, but it's uh, uh, they had a lot of them on the menu. And uh, uh, they they keep popping up now. You can pretty they...
0: much get them anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, but they were really good there. I thought they
1: were really good. Yeah. <laughs> and they little expensive, but the uh, the food was good always.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. Expensive now. Thank you right, for calling. Care. We'll miss them. You're See welcome. Ya.
1: For those who are wondering what exactly we're talking about, the Acme Oyster House, in the in the uh, on the North Shore. Not to be confused with the one on the on the North Shore.
0: No, nope, South Shore.
1: It's South Shore, period. That's it. And then the one that's on Iberville Street in the middle of the French Quarter, you can best believe there's not a, anything that's going to move that place away because uh, that is a huge leap. We have Steve on the phone. Steve is on the phone.
2: Steve? I just wanted to see if you all knew about the new steakhouse coming to the North Shore.
1: Oh, which one?
2: Desi Vega.
1: You know that's a good uh, that's a good idea. I think uh, he's good.
0: Desi he's Vega's going, going everywhere. That?
1: What's that? What would you say, Marianne?
0: I said Desi Vega's going everywhere.
2: Yeah, he's coming to that place that right now. Well, it it
1: has been a pre. Wait, uh, what? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! That place that wait is hangs. that
0: closed already? Yes. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> yeah. They spent a,
2: they spent a fortune yeah. remodeling that was, it.
1: That was a great looking restaurant. Uh, when the restaurant uh, it, uh, yeah, I know it was a bar mostly. Yeah. But at yeah. at one time it had been a restaurant. I can remember when it did. And it, Yeah, that was um the, some time ago. Yeah. Uh,
0: That's right. a wonderful development because um gotta
1: do something with
0: it. That it's, place it sits there is I mean, okay, so the view and I put that in quotes is granted over like a ditch, but yeah. there is some woodsy view behind it. And I remember By, uh, when it was Rocket Fire Pizza.
1: Yeah, that was cool
0: which was good. That was sad that they closed. Yeah. That was an attorney who I think just wasn't making enough off of his investment, and that was the or end of that.
1: Or maybe didn't know about how to make
0: a That a Yeah, restaurant. I mean, that's, that's, probably, that's primarily it. Yeah. But that was a very cool right. place. Yeah. And right. then they moved to the South Shore, and then that was the end of it. But, um, and then it became the offices for that bizarre mugshots operation, and then uh, then A Prey, but I cannot believe A Prey is gone already. That's like not even four months, I think.
2: Wow. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that. The band I work with played there in late November, early December. I can't remember exactly. But uh, they were having bands from 7 to 10 o'clock on Saturday night, which I love, having them early like that. And then they had the the – you know, disco thing after that. that.
0: Is, yeah, that's, I mean, so, it, it was so not right for the North Shore. I mean, I, I yeah, don't know, it's, it, exactly. it was strange. But I think that's a good development that Desi Vega will be in there. I think maybe he could make something of that place. I'm excited about yeah. that.
1: Yeah. All so, right. All right.
0: They Thank you. We have come you. to the end
1: of our program for today, which we have enjoyed, haven't we? Enjoyed. Always. Everyone, always. always. We have always had a good time and and happy to be here.
0: Yes. Good night, everyone. Have a good meal. WWL 105.3 FM HD2.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.